in Texas. Digging through the rock is a job for the stout of heart, and the original owner of the pawn shop was a formidable individual. That basement is only partly under the ground level. The windows of the two apartments peek out above the hard-baked dirt like suspicious prairie dogs. Most of the time, the prairie dogs' eyes are shut, since the windows are heavily curtained. The main floor, up a set of six steps at the entrance, is the pawn shop proper, where Bobo Winthrop reigns by day. He has an apartment above the shop, a big one, taking up the whole floor. There are only light curtains over the windows in his personal space. Who's there to look in? There's nothing else that tall for miles. Bobo bought the house next door in a parcel with the pawn shop. It's intended for the owner to live in, but at the time he bought the place, Bobo thought he would be just as happy over the shop. He planned to rent the house for extra income. He did some necessary repairs and advertised for years, but no one wanted to rent the house. Until now. Today, the house has a brand new tenant. Everyone in Midnight, except the Reverend Sheehan, who knows what he thinks, is excited because the new resident is moving in. Fiji Cavanaugh peeks out from behind her lace curtains from time to time and then commands herself to go back to work behind the glass shop counter, which is filled with New Age-type merchandise, glass unicorns, fairy bookmarks, dolphins galore on every conceivable item. On the lower workspace built in behind the high counter, Fiji is mixing an herbal compound that should confound her enemies, if she had any. She is fighting the impulse to dig into the Hershey's Kisses she keeps in a bowl on the counter for her customers. Her customers just happen to like Fiji's favorite candy. Across Witchlight Road, at Midnight Pawn, Bobo walks down the enclosed staircase from his apartment. At the pawn shop level, he has choices. There's a door to his left, leading out to the driveway. There's a short, open stairway down to the tenant's floor, and there's an inner door to the pawn shop on his right. Bobo should unlock it and enter, since the pawn shop has been closed since Lemuel went to bed a whole two hours before. But Bobo ignores it. He chooses the outer door, relocks it when he's outside, walks across the graveled driveway leading to the rear of the pawn shop, then over a little strip of downtrodden grass, then across the rutted driveway of the house next door, to offer help to the newcomer, a short, slim man who's unloading boxes from a U-Haul truck and sweating profusely. Need a hand? Bobo asks. The new tenant says, Sure, some help would be great. I had no idea how I was going to get the couch out. You can take the time from the store? Bobo laughs. He's a big golden guy in his thirties, and his laugh is big and golden too, despite the lines in his face and the expression of his mouth and eyes, which is mostly sad. I can see if a car pulls in and walk back into the shop in less than thirty seconds, he says. In no time, he's lifting boxes and putting them where the labels say they should go. Most of the boxes have living room scribbled on them, and they're heavy. The bedroom boxes are not so numerous, nor the kitchen boxes. There's furniture to move, really old furniture, that wasn't that nice to begin with. Yeah, Bobo says, 
surveying the interior of the U-Haul. You would have been up the creek without another pair of hands. Joe Strong, and his little peak on a leash, strolls over from the antique gallery and nail salon. He, too, offers assistance. Joe looks like his name. He's muscular in the extreme and tan, though thinning brown hair and the lines around his eyes hint that Joe is older than his body suggests. Since Joe's obviously a great box lifter, the new tenant accepts his help, too, and the job goes faster and faster. The peak, Rasta, is tethered by his rhinestone leash to the front post of the porch, and the new tenant unearths a bowl from a kitchen box and fills it full of water for the dog. Looking out her front window, Fiji wonders if she should go over to help, too, but she knows she can't carry as much as the guys. Also, Mr. Snuggly has an ongoing feud with Rasta.